0: What's up? I'm Jeff Weiss, a writer.
1: And I'm no can do, a human being.
0: (laughs) And this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and dog rescue. Yeah, man. We're all about saving dogs right now. We're on. That's our new wave. Is uh, a shelter.
1: I haven't really saved any recently, but uh, I definitely there's a big part in my heart for people who save dogs. Actually, one of my my homegirls she recently saved a dog. And what's that? And Dog was from Arkansas, and there's a, like a law in Arkansas where they just kill pit bulls. Wow, um, they just like they consider them dangerous, so like they just I don't know
0: some weird shit. I would, I would think go? Arkansas, our people from Arkansas, would be more dangerous than pit bulls, but
1: yeah, they uh, but so she got pit a, bulls- a pit bull puppy yeah. from Arkansas, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm about that. Risk. Does that have a twang? Does that have a twang? Has a slight twang, sounds like Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> It's from Texarkana, so it's like Bill Clinton fucking, oh, yeah. you know, uh, fucking George Bush hybrid. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Would you have a favorite animal?
1: Um, the red panda.
0: The red panda? I feel like I've asked you that before.
1: Do I have a favorite animal? Uh, panda! <laughs> the, the designer. The designer, but like the blood version. But uh, No, um, do I have a favorite animal? No, but I'm really like I'm I'm much of a nature boy. Oh no, the California king snake, California mountain king snake, yeah. my favorite animal. Yeah. What about you? Uh,
0: I do like actually pandas. I oh, yeah. like dolphins. I like dogs and cats equally. Like yeah, which yeah. I'm weird. Everyone's like, oh, you gotta like one more. But I'm like, I get different things from dogs and cats because I yeah. have a dog and a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they provide me with equal. Like they, they play off of each other. Like my cat is like a sophisticated debonair kind of like he's a hip hop. He's into hip hop, but he's he's a sophisticate. Yeah. Um. And my dog is more of kind of you know she's a girl, so she's a little more like up tempo punk rock, a little like you know wants to just have friends and like be down with the crew, so you know yeah, different yeah. different things you know yeah, yeah, yeah different sides of of the animal kingdom play out today well we're we're recording uh early April um we taped a Dame Funk episode a couple, about, or after a little bit after the new year, we're late. Like, like
1: three years ago, it was
0: about four and, like, and a half years like, ago, like nineteen ninety-seven. You fucking get episodes of Shots Fired when you get episodes of Shots Fired. Yeah. Be thankful. We do. We're, we're doing this for, for the for not for the money. Um, and because we're both independently wealthy men of means, yeah. and <laughs> we just love podcasts. And uh, but Prince died uh, yesterday. Was it just
1: yesterday? Fuck.
0: It was just yesterday, yeah. Uh, Who knows? So you
1: know how time flies when you're having fun? Like, I feel like this is the longest... Like, this is the most meaningful death in music. Because this this whole, like, past 24 hours has been fucking crazy. Yeah, it's bigger than when
0: James Brown died, for sure. Like, even though James Brown is probably an equal... I
1: think to to our generation, to people that are our age, Prince definitely has more of an impact. He's more of an icon. Like, we didn't see... Like, like when we think of James Brown, I think of my mother's music. You totally. know what I'm saying? And I, don't, I think, I think James Brown may have impacted music, you know, just as much if not more. Yeah, than, I mean, he did
0: invent uh, funk, basically. Yeah,
1: than than Prince, but like, like stylistically, what Prince did for yeah for when I like when I think of like when I think of like fucking you know for lack of a better word when I think about like 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 sweaty dancing and like in fucking coolness and like when i think of fucking like you know riding down like like cruising yeah. and all the things that like that are fun in like in in a music experience yeah. like i like prince his shit fits in there there's a prince song you can put on a fucking dance where there's a print song you can put in your car while you're cruising there's a print song you can put while you're fucking hanging out and trying to vibe with the chick there's a print song that like you know that you and your homies make fun of the Dave Chappelle skit about yeah. how fucking multi-layered that motherfucker yeah. was you know what I'm saying like, well that's,
0: I was thinking a lot about the Dave Chappelle skit because it's like what's so great about that skit is it's like of co- at the end of it you're like yeah of, co- of course like of, of course Prince was really good at basketball and, and made you pancakes. Like, you, like that's what well, what else would Prince do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know? And he could do anything
1: and I crack up I crack up at Charlie Murphy for for looking at like that. And he was like, damn, he served us and then he served us. Like he didn't expect none of that, which is just hilarious. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I think like when people think of Prince, they think of like the dude with his shirt off, but he's like, No, that's like he's wearing that as he's performing this is a part of what he, how he performs yeah. you know what I'm saying like but like ain't nobody excellent at one thing and not excellent at another yeah you there's at least a couple things
0: I mean and a guy like Prince I feel like Prince was probably good at almost everything
1: everything he's passionate about I'm sure he was yeah. good at you know yeah. cause I think I listened to an interview and this chick was saying that he was just so competitive like they would play like the band would play these like baseball games or whatnot and one time the team he was on took an l and he got in the car with with the singer and he was he was just hot he was just like i'm not even gonna talk to nobody in the car he was just mad you know what i'm saying
0: that's so funny <laughs> that's so funny you ever see the basketball photo where he's like on the on the basketball team with like uh the, yeah. his high school and he's like the little, little prince like in the front row yeah shit. yeah man he uh it was crazy and he's such an influence on la hip-hop because mm-hmm. like all that like electro hip-hop shit is 100% Prince. Mm-hmm. Like I mean Egyptian lover like mm-hmm. took his name like everything like the whole shit is just straight up Prince.
1: My barber told me I think the first show he played in LA I think it was at the Coliseum. The first show that he played in LA he got booed. I think he was opening up for like the Stones or one of those like
0: He was I think you're I think you're right it might have been it might have been like the Rolling Stones actually.
1: Yeah, so he opened up with the Stones. My barber was there. My my old barber. I don't go to no fuck with him no more. Because he was always high And always like eating Like While like, well, he's trying to give me a haircut it yeah, Takes two yeah. hours That's a little much But Then he said after that He said for some reason Like the next Like the next Like month later Everybody was on it Like everybody was on it Like he literally Came here and did some shit You know That That was too ahead Yeah And then They caught up quick Then they caught up You know what I'm saying And like that's a real fucking artist To have like because the, the reason why his shit didn't work is because it was probably like, he was doing shit that nobody he ever was fucked
0: with. Well, it's like, there's a famous art quote. It's like, all all original ideas look ugly at first. Or all original art looks ugly at first.
1: Yeah, you know about you know about the Hey I thing? Somebody was telling me about this this uh, weekend. Hey I performed horribly when it was first released. Really?
0: Well, the, he recorded it four years before. Yeah. like I think he recorded it for, I think, a, like a Quemini or, or uh, definitely a Stankonia. I think it was Stangonia.
1: But so, how they what they had to do to make this song work... Is they had to put it in between A Celine Dion song And a fucking uh, What's that shit called And a Christina Aguilera song On everything And then they basically They cut the dope They cut the dope yeah. And then they got people used to it Yeah And then after that it took off
0: You know yeah, what I'm saying That's crazy
1: So like Prince was a dude Like all of his ideas were just Fucking They were radical They were, yeah. they were ahead They they're things he He would change music in the same way That like you know he would change music every time he released something.
0: For at least a decade. I mean, like I'm I'm writing about uh, the album with uh, Diamonds and Pearls and Cream on it. But that was the first time Diamonds. I remember. That was the first time. I, like I mean, I feel like we were younger, bro. It was young. That was like that was the.
1: That's the shit that they were playing on the box.
0: Yeah. Music television, you control. God, man, I played seven last. I, I last night I DJed uh, the set at Shortstop, and like it was a, we we're doing like a rap and grime night, and we show up there and like. Like, I was, was going to do you like, were ready. a Prince set. I was going to do a Prince set. Hey,
1: nigga, whoever wasn't ready, I feel so sorry for them. But
0: everyone else wasn't ready because they weren't, like, diehard. And then it became readily apparent that if I didn't play, if I didn't just take over and only play Prince, <laughs> there was going to be a riot. Be a like, there was going to be a fucking riot. <laughs> like, 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 they were like, I mean, one girl was like, I mean, they were hot. They were like, play Prince! And you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, you're, you're I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. Uh, you know what? I'm mad and at, I can't blame him.
1: <laughs> so I, I, cause I, Prince isn't on Spotify, right?
0: Yeah, I was so annoying. He's so on I wasn't
1: able to play any Prince on my Spotify. So I had to look at it on the radio, and I noticed that only like 102.3, the R&B station, was playing Prince. Yeah, same um, shit. But then I'm also I couldn't I, believe K
0: Rock didn't play Prince. I couldn't believe Power, Power tried, but not enough. 92.3, you can't play. Come you gotta on, slap
1: all Prince all day, bro. All day. It's Prince all day. Man, and this is why the radio is shit. Sucks, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trash. LA because, radio is trash.
0: 93.5, even it wasn't, I was surprised.
1: I was listening to motherfucking uh, the radio. I, came, I was at Eric Andre's birthday party, and I came out of that motherfucker, and I turned off... Well, the girl I was with, she she started fucking with the radio, and there was a G-Eazy song on, and she was like, I hate this shit. And then she fucking <laughs> went to 93.5, and... They're playing a record of mine on that motherfucker.
0: A 93.5? Yeah. What record?
1: Uh, it was one of the uh, fucking, one of the ones from Jimmy the fucking Lot. Really? And yeah. That's a, uh, when? I don't know, but basically I got a text from the homie that said, I got, hey, I'm playing your shit on 93.5. Like, I, I heard it before he, he hit me. That's crazy. I'm playing your shit on 93.5 right now. And uh, I found out what he's doing and like, his, what his radio show is. And it's kind of like, kind of, I don't know. It's a really good idea. What's
0: his radio show?
1: Oh, it's fucking Tumex. He has a radio show. Tumex is a radio it's show. It's called Hologram Radio, and it, it, it on K Day. It's on K Day. That's at, great. At the time you get out the club on on Friday or Saturday, like yeah, I think it's Friday night. Like two a.m. Two a.m. And it's that's great though. The oh L.A. needs that. But every record he played, not to be on my dick, but every record he played ever, like In that it was tight. He was playing like you know some rock shit, some rap shit, some. Instrumental stuff. That's cool. He's got really good taste. He, and he says he's making the records like a, the, the, the mixtapes or the. He said he's making a mixtape and he's making it like some shit he would put a, a mix CD he would put together to give to a girl. That's cool. That's what he's doing, you know? To like put her up on like what he's on. Yeah. That's and awesome. We don't have enough genuine things like that. We don't have an, enough purposeful things like that on LA radio. Yeah. Or I think radio mainstream radio. And so, yeah. like, a, a thing like Prince 9, like, you playing records for Prince all day, no matter what people say, what a, what your boss says, that's a purposeful thing. That's some shit yeah. you gotta have balls yeah. to do.
0: KCRW, actually, they had, they, they had, but That's uh, KCRW, that's a fucking, I they know. play what the fuck they
1: want all the time but anyway. Yeah,
0: they, I mean, that was cool. Like, Garth Trinidad brought in J-Rock, and he was playing all Prince, and that was cool, because yeah, J-R- J-Rock's like, the best DJ in the world.
1: That's cool, but I'm saying, like, on, from the top to bottom, bro, like, the alt station, of course the alt station's gonna play that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The motherfucking... The mainstream radio needs to play Diamonds and Pearls, you know? Yeah, well, it's interesting.
0: I mean, because Dame's our guest in this episode, and I feel like Dame's a dude that should be getting played on... Like, I mean, who is more L.A. than Dame? Like, Dame is as L.A. as anybody you can find. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, if they played New Dame on K-Day... just mm-hmm. to just say K-Day. Forget Power 106. People will fucking flip the fuck out. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Can you imagine, like, if you played Hood, Pass, Intact on K-Day all the time, like, yeah. that would be everywhere. Now, if you even, like, how, you know, because it's, I don't know, radio still on, on some level is how most people find out about music, the average person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about kids. Yeah. I think about people who are commuting. Yeah. You know, like, because a lot of times I get tired of making the decision to play the music totally. on my Spotify. So I'll click You're on the You're driving,
0: videos. like, you don't want to, like, look around on the spot. Yeah.
1: And I got the same records that I, that I just always fall into. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's what the radio is for. Um, but yeah, they're doing a they're they're doing a, a disservice disservice for not doing that. And and to be totally honest, bro, like these DJs have their their residencies, you know, the ones that that play on the radio, they have their residencies, and they're like, you know, they got their little shows they do, and they basically a lot of them are, are my friends. Mm-hmm. They're basically playing to the crowd. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so they're like, I'm gonna play this record because I know people like it, and I imagine. It's like I, you know, I just think that's a that's a coward's way to do things. You know what I'm saying? Obviously sometimes you gotta play shit that that people like or yeah. whatnot.
0: Well I was still there's always a third way. There's always like where you can find like a way like alright, what people like and like what's what you like. And like it shouldn't be that far apart.
1: Yeah. But I think that's what separates the that's what separates the guys with the job versus the stars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because then there's the guys that play shit. Dictating
0: taste versus like catering to it. You know. Yeah.
1: There's there's three there's three levels. There's the there's the people that play the niche shit and they play the shit that only they like. Yeah. Then there's people that play the shit that only people like. Yeah. Then there's people that play shit that works. Yeah. But they like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Totally. And those people are pushing it forward. And those are the dudes that's like yeah you you gotta
0: cut the dope sometimes you gotta cut the you know what I mean it's like
1: (laughs) you have to cut the dope yeah or you're gonna be or you're just gonna be mad niche yeah
0: you just can't cut it too much it's like it's like that it's like that right amount of baking soda you know yeah exactly cut it alright cut it well let's let's, uh let's get into this episode Dame Dame is here came out to James's place and uh as always it's an amazing episode he actually has a new uh, DJ Kicks out which he didn't talk about on the show but yeah. it's fucking amazing cause it's like they mm-hmm. DJ Kicks is like they put a, I think it's on this label IK7 and it's a really amazing series where they ask all these dope DJs to do the thing and this guy DJ Coe put out one of my best favorite albums last year was a DJ mix and Dame you know Dame always drops like yeah. always it's, it's like the it, it, it's great cause it's the, the platonic ideal of the Dame Funk DJ set which yeah. is you know so it's uh yeah, shots fired. It's a podcast.
2: <laughs> it's a
0: podcast. All right.
1: Cool. So, uh, we're here with Dame Funk. This is shots fired. We're in my house. I finally changed the
0: battery. On
1: my, <laughs> hey. on my fire. Alarm. I, I, I texted him this morning. I was like, "What's
0: the, what's the battery?" And he's like, 90. Z." I was like, "I got one." <laughs> I, was, I didn't even I didn't
1: even notice that shit was beeping. I think it's. Th- yeah I don't know We might have another yeah, all we
0: do it. it's hit like two intros like the whole time it's like this like Chinese water torture of like like beating it's like <laughs> yeah. um yeah man, so how are you doing?
3: I'm doing good, man, you mm-hmm. know, uh, great great uh time in two thousand fifteen so far, you know what I mean um, you know, good to see you, Jeff, no can do my man uh Thanksgiving brown, you know in the house, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and uh you know we just we just kicking it you know what i mean it it's been a good year. Yeah.
1: Thanksgiving Brown is like we. That's my like my my booking agent or the last booking agent. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we know each other from way back. It's, yes. it's so funny, man. Like how how like small smaller world of music, the music thing is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everybody playing. You know, you. It's like it's definitely like a fucking. It's like the show Empire, but like real. You <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I mean, it's
3: so cool because, you know, as you know you know, me and you have clubs here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, We we come together on different things, and I've always appreciated, you know, Can Do for being able to vibe off different, you know, things. You know what I'm saying? You do a set at Funkmosphere. I do an unannounced set at Low End Theory. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, it really is um, a great time in L.A., and even though there are new clicks, new generations arising in LA. You know, it's good that you know quality like ours can still be a part of the landscape. Of Los I, I just wrote a thing actually,
0: like I was saying the L.A. Weekly thing, mm-hmm. and you know, like uh, you know, like uh, we you know, invite the Light was the top of this list that I did, and, and I was saying like I was like about you know it's really like I, it starts out like nostalgia is the easiest crutch, right? So like mm-hmm. everyone like is always like inclined to be like oh the best shit was when I was in high school, or the best show mm-hmm. was like in the seventies or the sixties because it's mythologized. And like I looked around, I looked at the albums this year, and I was like. It's a lot of amazing music, and, like, a lot of amazing artists that didn't even put out albums this year that are great in yeah. L.A., and, like, you know, it's, like, I feel like sometimes you're, like, well, like, maybe I'm biased, and maybe you're a little too close, but I don't know, I think there is, like, I mean, look, like, I, I feel like, so it was interesting, some dude was, like, who's uh, was that like guy I respect, and he was, yeah. like, talking about, like, oh, well, talking about funk music, he's, like, well, it was about the Exxon Middleton record, which I thought was a great record, mm-hmm. and he's, like, well, where are the songs, like, like like a George Clinton or like a Roger Troutman or like you a know t- shut the fuck up I was just like <laughs> <laughs> basic more I hey, I was like like well, then how about appreciate shit while you have it right here because it's like I hate that mentality where it's like and people you see it with Dilla a lot too where people will be like Dilla's the greatest producer of all time blah 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 and you're like I love Dilla but like there can be better producers than Dilla and like Madlib is still alive anyway is and like why are you like yeah, hyping up. You know. I
1: mean, then there's other dudes. You you were talking about Dahi today. Yeah, you know, yeah,
0: he's, yeah. He, he's DJ bad, Dahi. Yeah, he's, he's bad as fuck. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I,
1: but I was talking. This is unrelated from music, but kind of on the same theme. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about. I was talking to my barber about fucking uh, nice like, haircut. By the way, thank you, yeah, sis, yeah, Isha. Yeah, she got yeah. me. I go to her <laughs> house. I low key. I don't be in no public places, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. unless I'm like in a place with a lot of people. But like my barber shop is like my barber's house. That's right. I go there, you get chopped mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, we're not recording at Dash because I don't want to be around a bunch of fucking strangers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but, uh. Well, like, you get it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but fucking, um, we're talking about martial arts movies, uh, because, like, she was watching the, like, a Jet Li movie, and then we start talking about Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, and Jackie Chan, you know, was in, worked with Bruce Lee or what, whatever, mm-hmm. but there's nobody like that anymore because it's, like, the dudes don't kind of have the acting chops or they, you know, as likable, mm-hmm. or the or the, you know, it's one of them missing, or the or the like the skills the skills that they have. But like Bruce Lee and fucking Jackie Chan were kind of like beasts, mm-hmm. and they're like they were the truth. They're those things where it's like on camera or like the real fade they were gonna do crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think there there are like sweet periods, or sweet spots in music or any kind of art where there's some great shit that happened then and that person can only do is gonna take a while for people to get back to that. Yeah. But as for as for what that dude was saying, I really can't I really can't agree with it where it's just like, you know, fucking, you know, Clinton or fucking uh, you know, or Bootsy. And I hope I'm not I'm not make like upsetting you or whatnot. Like they did something great for those times. But I think when people get all nostalgic, they kinda like forget that, you know, this might really be happening again, you know? Yeah. Like, this Nobody could be happening Dilla again. Dilla was
3: popping when he was actually out, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Until later on, you know what I'm saying? So you have to let things kind of, yeah. you know, um, tell its own story during that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well,
0: so. and also, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, look, like, obviously the past is important for building the bridge that, mm-hmm. like, modern artists carried on. But, like, that's not to say that, like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, like, why also compare, like, all right, so, like, there's not gonna be another Atomic Dog, but, like, it yeah. doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, it, like what does that even matter? That's like, true. you still have Atomic Dog. Like, you still not, like, you need a modern artist to speak to you, and I don't know. I, I think this was actually a really cool year, and I was saying, like, like, I was saying how funk, like, to me, this year was reinvented in a way, and, and jazz, I would say, probably the same thing. Like, the, you know, and even soul music, if you really want to talk about, like, Miguel shit, mm-hmm. Ty Dolla mm-hmm. stuff.
3: Yeah, everybody loves that now. You know, like, uh... Yeah. Well, the new Jeremiah album is really good. Oh uh, yeah, I checked it out too. That's really yeah, good. There's some good sonically uh uh new fresh things on yeah. there. But it's still related to what's going on today, which is smart yeah. because people are in the moment right now. Yeah. So you can't just fucking, like, fast forward and do something, like, totally, like, unrelatable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I've been listening, you know what I mean? And you're right. I think what you're about to say is that this year, Funk kind of, is, is is Peter, a.k.a. Thanksgiving Brown, you know, he's been telling me, like, this is the year that Funk broken away. You right. know what I mean? absolutely. And, uh, um, but yeah. again, I think it was still building, you know, over the For years. Sure. It's just that this year, I think, with the big success of some of these big hits with... Yeah. Even that song that yeah, you just talked about, the weekend. Say. You know, you know oh, which weekend. I think I think it's the Uptown Funk, but yeah. the, but the weekend thing with that can't feel my face. Mm-hmm. Even no, that is kind of like a boogie ish type of totally, yeah. funky thing a little bit. And so I think the mainstream. Bruno Mars is you know Bruno Mars is ripping you off two years ago. I mean you know I, I don't I, I my West. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude. Fuck it. I'll say. It. I'm just kidding. No. Um. I don't. I think what it is and all of us can attest this, the mainstream studies the underground. Right. You know, and we are all a part of the underground, but yet still we have our tentacles, smart ones that are underground, still peeps. Like, you know, I have people around me that keeps me up to date on what's going on with the new shit, whether it's Boosie or whether it's like some kind of trap thing going on. I I, I have to hear it because I just want to at least be aware.
0: You know, Snoop, like, you know, obviously like, you know, who made a good funk album this year? Yeah, for you know, real, they had a good, yeah. few good things on there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but well, mm-hmm. Bush could and not have existed if it wasn't for no. Seven Days of Funk. Well, I right? think Seven Days of Funk like revitalized like, right. an interest that he'd always had, but it kind of it. And I feel like your Jesus music today allowed... it
3: was released. Well, go ahead. Uh, right. Right. Well, I mean, well, I feel
0: people it allowed people to understand what funk should sound like in a modern context, and I think like that was like you know like people understood in the past, but then to take it to, like what it would sound like in the future, that's like a so you know what I mean like that. That's the hardest thing to do. And, I think. The, and you
1: know. You're the dude that did that. Which well, is you, which man. is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't expect it. Yeah.
3: But sometimes you have labels, you know, um and, and I'm being very careful on this one, but you know, um it, when you're in an indie atmosphere, sometimes no matter how good a project is, you know, you can't, like... <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's true. With That's why I was... Talking, we were talking about that. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. The,
0: Money not,
1: runs it, baby. Yeah, like, no, no.
0: like, well, like he, reach runs it. Like, like, like we we're what we were talking about, right? Like, Invite the Light was on no... year, Like, very few year-end lists, except yeah, for mine, yeah. which is, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, number one, my LA Weekly. It was, like, number, it. number five in our Passion the Wife, or number four, something like Appreciate that. It. Really high, right? And... But it's nowhere else. Mm. And that is... And, like, I write for a lot of these publications, and they're... And, like... I don't know if they're. I don't think they're necessarily. I think the writers know, but I think there's like this, like it is money. You know what I mean? It's it's the public. It's it's like the higher priced publicist in their ear. It's the like it's the 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 the, the truth, man. They don't. I mean, they're it, not. But they're not. Also, the other thing is like I think, you know, it was like a, like a an editor. It was like a great editor, like a really like a guy. I respect... He's actually a musician. I'm not. I won't say who he is guy. I respect... Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you think about the LA jazz stuff? Like the the new LA jazz thing. I was like. Well, I'm not going to try to be that guy, but I'm like, here's a column I wrote two years ago about this, mm. like in LA Weekly. Yeah, 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 And now, like, a big national magazine wants to cover it. And yeah. that's just always, that's just, and I get it. That's the yeah. same thing with the majors looking, you know what I mean? Mind, that's, it's the exact
1: same
2: thing,
0: right? It's the exact well, same I, thing.
1: I, I work in the major label world right now. That's what I've been doing for, you know, four or five days a week for mm-hmm. the past fucking year. Mm-hmm. And they are like, like, you know, there's the people that are in the know. They're, they'll be, like, the Pharrells or the snoops, or the ones that are just, like, dang, Funk is the one, mm-hmm. right? But then there's mo- a lot of motherfuckers that just, like, you know, their their frame of reference is whatever Pharrell put out, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, those people, like, literally have, you know, from, from what I understand, like, you know, they have the reach, like, they can spend, you know, on fucking recording alone, like, Fucking way more than what a indie label would just give you for your whole fucking record. And you then, know what but I'm they, these
0: are the people that would ne- like, you know, they've lived in LA for ten years, say. No, they live they, in
1: motherfucking but you then know, they, they, they don't live in LA. They live
0: yeah. in Studio City. Yeah. They never uh, go to a they, low end, they, they would never go to with fear. They, they would never go to in you know fucking
1: where is it? Where I uh, fucking Calabasas. 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 Well I just did a story you know out of Calabasas, yeah. and that was they work in a studio in Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and like low key, they're cornballs. Because they're so detached from, like, the soil, like, what's really happening. I would say
0: high-key, they cornballs.
1: But also, at the same time, like, you know, they, there's virtuosos around there, mu- music virtuosos, and True. there's, you know, engineers that have been fucking there that, like, have worked on records since fucking, from Anita Baker onto Beyonce on to that, you know? They're, they're way better armed.
3: Than we are, yeah. Of course, you know I'm recording my whole album in my bedroom, so yeah, it is this a one too. Yeah, yeah, this one was wow. all in the bedroom. Yep, and That's um, cool. it but self produced, been, obviously. Yes, always. Yeah. Yes, but it could have been with that framework that you're speaking about. It mm-hmm. could have been in a bigger studio, mm-hmm. and I know that. You know, what I'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. if I would have been able to have the budget to record, invite the light, in that kind of atmosphere, it could have been a different result. But yet still, you know, having I haven't been to be able to of. pay
1: like musicians to
3: do certain shit,
1: like yeah. having like um. Mm-hmm.
2: Dude, like cheap ass indie labels. That's my pet peeve right now. (laughs) That's my pet peeve. But that's like the prison that a lot of us are in. I mean, I don't even. That might not be the right word choice, but I mean, there's so many artists that don't even have that opportunity. And once you are locked into that, then like. There's a lot of limitations. Major labels are a devil's deal. You know what I mean,
0: like, and it's like you know you're getting in with the devil, and sometimes it works out all right. Like you know, there are people that it does work out. Like, and it's it's true. You're buying a lot of. You're buying a lot of. But sometimes
1: indie labels are a devil's deal too, though. Uh, Well, very often. So it's like, look, very often. All right, you get ten racks and Get fucked, or you
0: get fucking 200 yeah, racks totally. and get fucked totally.
1: Right. Which are you gonna fucking choose?
0: Yeah, really. you know, yeah, that's where I'm at like with real. it right now. Well, I was <laughs> like, say, like, there's a lot of young musicians, right? Where like they'll be like, Oh, like I'm gonna stay indie and do it myself. And I was like, Dog, they're offering you 200 grand. You might, like, yeah, you might not be there tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. That shit, like, you might have that one song right now. And like, like a dude, like, but if, that, if you're a that musician,
1: could, like, if you're like, totally, like, that's different. If yeah. you're like somebody that's gonna do music for life, not a guy. That's like I am. I got a hot single. Yeah, I'm. It's I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm making music right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're always gonna like always gonna be around doing that shit. So it's not like that money is not even like a payday. It's really just like an investment into your craft. But it's interesting because there's so many different, you know? different levels. So, it's so an there's investment like... into that work. Because imagine like imagine fucking you know any one of any one of my homies. Imagine Mike Eagle's last record. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With fucking, you know, but what with, be, like, 80K behind this?
0: shit. But would it have been better? I don't know. It was, I don't know if Mike Eagle's record would have been better. I think Mike Eagle's record was, like, like if you, I mean, for something like that where it's, like, literally an indictment of, like, capitalism and, but like, maybe, the bloat. But maybe... Like, it needs to be lean. It needs to be, like, certain artists, like, I feel but like...
1: Then what about the, but then, what about the fucking, the money behind promotion and marketing, but you he, know?
0: it blew him up, though.
1: Kinda. Yeah, but did it... Is he... But does is, he, is make, he? Is he? Is he gonna be fucking playing like? A but I'll large make the, stage I'll make the, fucking whatever. The, but I'll make the, the ar- next festival is or but whatever. The I'll fuck make it the is.
0: argument that like I was yeah. talking to actually a, like a major label uh, mm-hmm. like big A and R president mm-hmm. last night and uh, and he was like you know he's like radio is a different beast. He's like, it's an island unto itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that, like, we were talking about Logic, actually, right? Because Logic is... The new, the rapper. The rapper he's Logic, so, the rapper. Like, like, I just mm-hmm. read an LA Weekly column on him. Probably the most popular column we'll, all, I've ever written. Four mm-hmm. years, right? And I've written about everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably the most popular album. Can't he, so he, not, album. <laughs> he can't get a song on the radio. He was not number one hip-hop album. He can't get a song on the radio. Because it is an island. Whereas, like, you'll have someone like, like uh, we're talking about Ty Dolla $ign. Ty Do- made a great album, barely sold. Mm-hmm. Ray Sremord, all over the radio couldn't sell more than 50,000 copies of a record, 70,000 copies of a record. Yeah. So, I mean, which is a lot. Like, in the, you know what I mean? On an indie scale, but say on a major they're label. They're in the
3: radio a lot, but they can't. They the own the radio. Okay, it's a connection, gotcha. I think. Okay, I think and then Logic's not in radio, but he sells more copies. Yeah, he debuted, like, sold 135,000. Gotcha. I mean, how many How many more people are going to Logic
2: show? I mean... Logic shows then entire dollar sign. That's like, well, right and for
0: up. I mean, I would say, and I would say this: you, you are an artist. Like, I even guess the,
2: the t- ticket sales are the big question, all right?
1: Because yeah. that's I mean, the he human can sell out. I mean, quantify, like, I mean, he sells song.
0: out shows. I mean, Logic will sell out shows. What's the venue you know, they announced? What's the size of the venue? Like, probably, say if he plays L.A., what's probably, the venue? Probably play like two nights at the Fonda. Two nights at mm, the right. Fonda.
1: Mm. Well, I, I don't. I don't think Ty dollar Sign. He, he could probably play the Palladium, but like I mean, he could or maybe one night at the Palladium or something. Right. So are they? Are they? What's the capacity at? I mean, course. I would right. rather have
0: a logic career if I was because you'll make a lot more money because it's like, right. there are certain artists that I feel like like I love Ty and Ty will have fans. I mm-hmm. will always have a career because he's a musician, yeah, yeah. A musician. But um, logic, like I mean, or like someone like you, like you're going to be able to play to your 70 years
3: old. Like, that's a good point. What you said. I was just on tour, mm-hmm. and Peter could attest to this. I was told that it doesn't matter how many. Uh, it, it just matters how if you sell out. It doesn't matter how big the venues are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or how small it is. They just want to see that this month I sell out. Is it you know what lit? I'm saying? Is exactly. It Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think that some artists, if you're listening, you know, maybe have people, you know, uh, I'm gonna give all the secrets or what. I'm just kidding. It's give not them secret, all away, the man. Yeah, of course. It's not a secret. You know, I'm very generous, but man. it's like just sell out a show. If, yeah. if it's 300 or if it's fucking. 5,000, Yo, it's you know, hard to sell out a show. I throw
0: shows; I can't sell that shit out. <laughs> like, It shit is hard. Like,
3: yeah, and, and but you know, the, who cares? As long yeah. as it the show, who cares with the numbers? As long as yeah. it sells out, because I think that's what these promoters want to see. Am I correct? I mean, yeah, I think. Well, if
2: you start looking at it in that from mm-hmm. from their perspective, yeah. yeah. But I mean, for the sake of the artist too, I think you know uh, your a live career will have many ebbs and flows. You know, you yeah. can even for someone like a Logic who uh, or these larger commercial yeah. acts they'll kind of have their bigger moments and then they'll go back to uh, rebuilding and playing yeah. underplays well, and that's why back. I thought
0: Future was interesting this year because Future right. like um, and I, I think I, one of the reasons why it resonated so much with me was had that line was like they tried to p- make me a pop star and, and, and made me a monster because it's mm-hmm. like he had this hit then like the industry tried to like suck all the juice you know what I mean like made yeah. it like tried to like vampire him Yeah, he made a, a, a middling album like he right. had great moments but yeah. it had a lot of bad moments it yeah. flopped and then they left him for dead. Oh, wow. This is the this is Honest album. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two gosh, years ago. Okay, and gosh. then he retreated into, like, it's like the hero's journey shit. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. then you retreat into, like, isolation. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what made me great? Gotcha. What was it? What was the thing that made me great in the first place? And you know,
1: he, you know, locking yourself in the fucking studio and just making hella songs yeah. you never hurt nobody. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, true, <laughs> right.
0: Right. what's that? Jack White? It's yeah, the Jack White song "Little Room." It's like one of my favorite songs ever, and I think that applies to any artist where it's like you know, sometimes you're in the big room and sometimes you have to go get started Like in a little room. room. In the exactly.
3: little room, exactly. Right. Like, oh, I got you. And yeah. that's some of the things that me and Peter have been talking about. You know, um, uh, not to get too deep off into it, but you know, there comes a point when you know you uh, have to kind of you know. Like you said, look at things and, uh, and you might have to retreat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even not to say change your style, but, um, come with something that is just totally like different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, because to be honest with you y'all, it's like, I think I've done a lot of, oh, oh it's not a lot is the wrong word. I think I've done enough at this point mm-hmm. for the funk resurgence, um, I think now, um, without giving too much away, is, uh, you know, I still wanted to be a little bit of, uh, you know, fun for the audience when they, the people that follow what I'm doing. But, you know, it's just like to come uh, totally original, you know what I'm saying? Just like different. It doesn't have to be a term of music or a, 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 a coined phrase of what type of style anyone is doing. You totally. know what I'm saying? And I think at this point, uh, my whole goal was to, uh, You know, even like from back in the day, like with the broomstick in the mirror and all that stuff, and you listen to all your records back in the day in 1999 or whatever it could be, or, you know, Atomic fucking Dog, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it was just to give funk more respect. So I think that it's happened in the last few years. And now I think I'm at the point where, um, not to bring it back to, to specifically what I'm doing, but... I think with, with everything I've learned in the past few years as far as studying everyone else as well and what people's get downs are, it's just to do something totally like unique and different from the heart. It doesn't have to be a slapper. Yeah. it doesn't have to be you know a, 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 a boogie bass mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying so now that the doors are open and things are, are well for funk right now so to speak um, the the sky's the limit you know what I'm saying and uh, and for B specifically um, I just think I could share some of my other influences now like Prefab, Sprout you know Gary Newman you know Frank Zappa you know um, uh, George Duke whatever you know yeah. what I mean and, well I think it's interesting I think, from
0: that. I think it's a I think it's a predicament for any artist you know it's mm-hmm. like especially in a you know what I mean like because it's like you innovate and then like uh, there come the imitators you know yeah. and then like and and it's not, and not necessarily just because they're sometimes great imitators, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like sometimes like they're you know they're they're but they're working within a, a form that somebody has like you know helped redefine and you know right. they're, they're working within that thing. And then you kind of, like, are like, well, all right, all these people are, you know, as a writer, sometimes I'm not, you know, not to put, but, like, you think about it and you're like, oh, well, like, people are doing this, so you have to kind of, now I have to make a, you have to do, like, a left turn or something. It is
3: dangerous (laughs) because when Prince, for example, when, and I'm going back a little bit, y'all, bear with me, but Prince, when he did Purple Rain, as, as far as, like, 1999 into Purple Rain, and then after Purple Rain, everybody expected Purple Rain too. so we did Around the World in a Day, which gave us Raspberry Ray yeah. pop life, totally different than uh, When Doves Cry and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, Purple Rain, so, uh, but it was Danger Zone, because, like, you're going to lose a big amount of people that really support your stuff, and they grew up right. on your journey, so Life's win. like
1: gambling, bro. You can't go to Vegas and not expect to lose. You gotta right. just roll them fucking dice, bro. You got it. Because you're you still it. the dude that the, like, you know, like, you're still the, you're still the dude who did the first thing that motherfuckers didn't think would work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Totally. Gotcha. You did that the first time yeah. but motherfuckers didn't th- think it would work. Mm-hmm. And then people start biting this shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You might as well do what the fuck you want all the time. Do, do, well, you're, you the, like, is, the do point that is, the point is, your
0: instincts right. were right. Now, we were yeah. talking about that before we got here. Like, it's yeah. like, well, it's another thing I was gonna say. You probably soaked up a lot of game from Todd Rundgren because he's another it's guy who man. had a big who had a big pop career. Yeah. Like I mean, what he didn't do the like, Meatloaf album, right? Like, did yep. he produce like that's like the most popular album of all time? Oh, exactly. Real? Yeah, he, he produced like Bad Out of health. man.
3: That album. Yeah, yeah. He did Grand Funk Railroad It's an American band yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm sitting in Vegas And a gig I'm about to do with him Literally like the next hour And I'm sitting and having a drink Before the sound check And there's Grand Funk Railroad's video for I'm an American band playing And I'm about to go on stage with this guy it's just
2: yeah.
3: yeah. So these are some of the things That people don't even realize That like i have involved in, you know, because it's always like atmosphere locally in LA and things like that. But and now that he's Todd, you. Yeah. he has,
2: he reaches out to Dame now for inspiration and tells him how much he's inspired by him. So it, mm-hmm.
3: it there are two uh, worlds that met there for sure. And I, I, I one thing I really love about the Todd tour is and mm-hmm. being around a legend like that is that it connected me with his entire fan base. I hate the word fan. Because it's shorter, fanatic, but Mm. but his support base. (laughs) I've never
0: seen anything quite like that show. Like I like my like Roxy show. Oh my god! Like it was amazing because I was like I had it was so I never there was like no context for it. Like I like it was like its own thing where I'm like because he's like I mean he's like a pop star, but he was doing mostly songs in the '70s when there weren't like solo male pop stars like that that weren't like. Barry Gibb or something. Yeah, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, who, he
3: was still weird with it. That's why I very, was up yeah, top. Totally. He still had enough balls to still be like kind of fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the people out there who got it. You well know, like friends like, like I mean exactly. it's kind of a similar yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and it never left the stage once, man. I've, I've told people this before. It's like we even had breaks. We were like dip down in the back. I I hide behind the DJ booth, you know mm. what I'm saying? Or the, the the keyboard booth. And um and, and he would just two hours every night two hours dude 67 years old oh yeah he's 67 he's 67 yes wow and i've been to south by southwest i've seen motherfuckers get off the stage sweating oh yeah it's (laughs) constant motion and it's like synchronized for a 15 minute set yeah yeah. south by southwest young dudes and here's todd rungren on stage for two hours straight
1: Well that's the truth though that's when somebody's the truth like and that was a three-month tour. I mean, that was the three longest tour of the tour. day. Yeah, I, saw I
0: remember that tour because it was like literally you had a show every single night yeah, to get right. home. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it wasn't like one of those like two days off here. How year, was that, being
1: on, the tour, being on a tour for three months, being away from home? Because here's the thing. With me, at this point, I have got like I I was used to being on the road at, at a point in time and, and was normal, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And people would ask me, like, how is touring? Like I'd be like, oh, no, it's a job, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Or I'm yeah. doing what I, what I like. But, like, how was how being away from home, being away from, you know, the studio for three months feel, you know? how
3: Like, is it, is it, it all positive to you or is it? It was, it was, you know what, depending on who you're with or, mm. or the company that you're in, it's like it could be very positive. Sometimes if you're in a toxic situation, which mm. I've been fortunate enough to not be in, because mm. um, uh, I've heard other stories, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But with, with Todd, it was great, man. It was like, because you know why? He was totally pro. You know, he and, and that's where I learned how to be more on time in the fucking, like, you know, lobby call. You know what I'm lobby saying? Lobby call, like, serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm 15 minutes late to everything, get it. bro. Me too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with him, yeah. I was actually able to sharpen that up and because and it'll be sometimes that we would, like, come in, like, the same time. Oh, shit, there's Todd. Like, we were both in the elevator going down quiet and shit. Because yeah. he didn't really talk a lot. But when he did speak, it was, it was important. And that's another thing I'm starting to learn, too. Even from Todd, it's like, You know, sometimes when people are quiet, you know, you can be intimidated, you know, by that quietness. Mm -hmm. But once they say something, it's like, oh, shit, like, made sense. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, and so that's the kind of atmosphere I was around. Um... You know, it, it being it went fast because it was shows every day, mm-hmm. and and it was like and a tour bus was cool. Um, I had my own bunk, you know what I'm saying, and and and, it, and that's rare because as a lot of us indies, you know, we're usually in a fucking back seat of a car with a baby seat somewhere, the motor <laughs> picking us up in the airport, you know, or or some kind of uh, uh, sprinter or something yeah, like yeah. that. But this the one was sprinter, a tour you're lucky bus. if you get
1: a sprinter. You lucky you. if you get a sprinter. Yeah. But yeah. but
3: the tour bus was fine because I was able to close the curtain in the bunk mm-hmm. and like you know deal with my own stuff and handle stuff at home and you know and um, mm-hmm. also th- that what it was two uh, young lady dancers on mm-hmm. the tour with us so the break of testosterone bullshit kind of like helped too so yeah. you're going on tour with a female sometimes this is like so element. much yeah it's
0: like so crazy <laughs> oh, yeah, you know
3: that was refreshing so yeah. I think that's why I didn't feel like prison with Todd Brangu was his two girls <laughs> on tour with us yeah, yeah. Yeah, which were, they were dynamite but yeah, good answer.
1: You know, Ugh. yeah,
3: you know what I'm saying. But but when you're on tour with a bunch of dudes, you know what I'm saying, and that, t- that testosterone get involved, and you know some motherfuckers start getting uncomfortable, it could be not cool in a long one. I've seen you know some what I mean? funny shit on that. <laughs> that, bro.
1: I man, I I I had like
0: Pigeon John tour 2013.
1: I was, I hope I was no, that was a fun <laughs> thing. I forgot. We, I forgot we did go on a run. But uh, man, I'm not going to say no names. But it no, was. Of course fucking, not. Like I I saw some shit building up from Boise Idaho. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. From Boise Idaho in the middle all of nowhere. the nowhere. All the way down Much love, Boise. maybe a week. Mm-hmm. A week to, week later and it fucking it came to a head in Truth and Consequences New Mexico Ooh. at a gas station. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's a good metaphor. Good symbolism Yeah, and yeah. Truth and Consequences New Mexico though, for real. Wow. Like of it came it came to blows. Oh, no. All kind of shit getting thrown out the car, out the van, bro. Damn. And I was super young. I was like, oh, man, like, can't y'all just, like, play some fucking video games? And, like, like <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why is this? Why are you going through this shit right now? Motherfuckers yelling, barking at each other. Or find a female, fast. Find a <laughs> female. <laughs> I don't mean, know if you want to go through the, a on, hey, the consequences, though. Low key, low key. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's are pretty prostitute in every city, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Low key like it was that was probably it though, dude. You know, mm-hmm. my hoes wasn't getting laid like Yeah, in it, a, it
3: happens, in that dude. Dude, I'm telling you, man. It's like so I mean to answer your question, man, it could be, you know, a prison vibe when you're out there <laughs> long, but then for the most part, if you're with good company and the music is enjoyable and you're yeah. actually participating in the situation, you know, it could be cool. But but nothing is um touring life can be a trip, man. It can be stressful, you know what I mean? And it's not just everybody sees the videos and the, the people rocking the mic on Instagram is like, this right now, y'all, Instagram and Twitter and all this yeah, shit makes everything up. looks fantastic. <laughs> I know. They're only showing the good shit. Woo! I'm here. And, you know, one side thing I got to say, kind of out of our element a little bit, but she's actually respected in the game, but uh, Cy Smith, mm. she tweeted this thing, and it was actually Facebook, this mm. entry that was so incredible. It went around the rounds with some people that I know. And, you know, have you ever, no can do? I'm sure you've been through this, like, you post something, and then you've been to a city. And then here comes that, that person that says, oh, why don't you try the taco stand down the street at Blanc, blah, 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 like Boston, where you're at. And it's like, we don't have time to check out the taco stand around the corner in Boston at some venue or, or, or across the How river. How much time you think We're I got working. here? Yeah. Exactly. It's not about one-upping you to say, like, go check out the 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 uh, the, the flowers over around the corner, but uh, down the street from the mall <laughs> right. in, in Galveston, Texas. It's like, no, we're there to do a show. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So don't try to one up or level us by saying it. Yeah, yeah, I've been there before. You know, that's not the topic. We're just showing you what happened tonight we're on showing stage. You what we're doing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and giving props to this. the audience that came to the show. Mm-hmm. But don't try to kill us because we didn't go to have a, 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 a chicken dinner at this great <laughs> spot that everybody goes to right. in, 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 in some outskirts place of Idaho. That brings,
1: that brings me to a new thing, man. So many people are like foodies, you know, Yeah, and uh, on, on that shit. that much. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I can't, like, I, I just really, like, I can't even take a picture of my food. Like, I really, if I'm going to sit down and eat my food, I'm going to eat my food. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, you know, if I have a spot, like, I'm going to go, like, in, in a certain city, and I have the time. I'm going to go to it. But I'm not trying to, like, get all kind of advice from people on what to yo, eat. Yeah, I don't fuck with Yelp.
0: Food journalism. I don't fuck with Yelp. Food journalism <laughs> is more popular than music journalism. And more, like, I more, get hey, it, but more like, people like, eat than fucking listen to music. There's certain people that don't true. listen to music. That's true. You yeah. know? Or don't aren't connected but to to it the way we are. I'm right? not really as into. I mean, I love. I like, but like, I just want to know where the best burrito is. Maybe I'm a basic ass motherfucker. That's a good one. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I just want to know where good I burrito, like burger, and pizza, and Asian food, Asian yeah. food, sushi. Yes, yeah, sushi. You from LA. Sushi. So I want to know where's the good food,
1: Asian food for sure. Yeah, but you want to know where the
0: good sushi is, but where you won't get ripped off because you will True. get ripped off in every you know. True. I had a Miami she, dinner once. Mm-hmm. I was at a store for Little Wayne. She was like ninety dollars. The worst sushi I've ever Damn. had. I was starving,
1: one wow drink. Oh, starving. Man. That's just far from Japan. That's my well, well, <laughs> if any m-
2: little Japanese old ladies or old Japanese dudes in there, I'm not eating that shit. Go ahead, Peter. Go ahead. I said just as a New Yorker since I just yeah. got here, what would what is the best burrito in LA? It was,
0: it's, it's an it's, interesting, it's interesting It's whoever's
1: question. hood. Like you be yeah, like, hey, the best I'm burrito in my neighborhood. Yeah. I tell you where to you go. Know what what, you know, what I used to think yeah. the best
0: was El Nopal and Motor and National and Palms. Do you ever go there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, my yeah, shit. But yeah, then yeah. they, this fucking idiot made it. Like he bought it and like he was like a Oaxacan <laughs> dude and like no problem with me, but like don't call the rest. He changed the whole menu and he kept the name. Oh, and I was like, man. so like every time I drive past it, I want I want like I went in there once and like I ordered it and they're like, oh, the only thing is the same. I go in there and I just like start yelling at the a woman. I was like, please tell him, that she's yeah. insane. It's the taco
3: trucks, man. Yeah, Oh, Venice. Venice. oh that one is yeah, fucking cool yeah, yeah. My spot is right over here with Figaro and Vernon It's called, oh, wow. it's called
1: uh is it so it's, it's in the gas station it's called a uh, fucking I think it's like Los Carnales
3: Okay I try that one Mhm All right, mm-hmm. right. What was
0: the place There was a place actually a lot of the
3: ones in uh, East LA are incredible Yeah what was one of it? my favorite sushi spots is Sushi Ike on a strip mall on Gower and Hollywood Boulevard. I'm going to write that down. So I'm giving them a little price. Yeah, I've here. heard that. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a good one. This is, you, you might miss it. This is in a, uh, a riff-raff style 7-Eleven over here. Really? Uh, of East Hollywood. But it's right right near the Fonda.
0: You know what else is good? La Azteca Torteria, which has the best chili oh. rileno burrito Dope. in East LA. Dope. No. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm worry. not really a chili. I never would order a chili rileno burrito. Right. But you get tempted with the asada, but. But I think the purity is really what's essential. Oh, yeah, that's nice. good. We're letting them know
3: yeah. about LA because uh, there's some good food here. And speaking about foodies, and you know, um, that's one of the things I like to find is either good Mexican food or good Asian, really specifically sushi. Yeah. Um, and you were it, in
1: Japan recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How was yeah. that? It was
0: dope,
3: man. I saw the pictures.
1: Oh, okay. You, you was saw- in Osaka. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my city right there. <laughs> okay, in Osaka. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's fun. The James McCall story.
1: Yeah, no. I saw it because I was hanging out with some break dancers, and they okay. took yeah, and yeah, I followed them. Idea. And they took they t- they took pictures with you, and I was like, okay, cool. Y'all in the right place, you know? And they, I bet you they had a ball at the show too. Oh, man, it
0: was fun. Do you man. feel that? Like, I mean, I it's guess dope. like. Do you feel that like, I mean, it's interesting because I think funk is sort of like, a, it's like one of those things like, like a jazz, like it's a, the kind of like classic soul. Like it, it mm-hmm. speaks like in a way that like, I mean, rap, but like, it's interesting the way rap, like I, I've heard major label rap doesn't necessarily translate in Europe or something where the way that like the older kind of stuff does, but whereas like funk, indie stuff does I imagine like
3: funk like kind of has like a, you know, like you hear that bass line and like all of a sudden you're like, it's, it dude, it's like, it's a timeless music just like reggae is mm-hmm. classical country. Mm-hmm. Funk is finally up there, I think. It was just all soulful type music, period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and hip hop, you know what I'm saying? I I really do feel that now as the years have gone by, uh hip hop and is now at the level of country, reggae, yeah. uh classical, you know what I'm saying? It's a music you know, that will always all of us be here, all of us you know remember being
0: younger and being yeah. like uh it's to be like, this is just a fad that's gonna go away. Yeah, we like, all thought my dad told me that I was, I was that up in
3: Roxanne Shantae on t- a stern table back in the day, and, and he walked in the room was like, It's a fucking fad, man. I said, yeah. Nah, man, it's not a fad. I'm like, they thought it was like and you say a fad, get out of here, Exactly, exactly. And while he was still into like uh what was he into at the time? The the American Gigolo soundtrack from all that stuff still rolling around his car with that. So but I was telling them, I said, nah, it's not a fad. And and I know how people feel right now. That's why, um, as I've gotten more mature in this game, it's like I can never really shit. I used to do this a little bit. I'm a, I'm a guilty of it. Not all the way, because I always love all music. I worked at record stores. I worked at Pooh the original one, before it moved to uh, Colorado. So I have a history of working at record stores and knowing about music. But I never can shit on the youth too much because um, I was that kid that had... Uh, the Soul signing Force yeah. 12 inches you know on Tommy Boy when people were laughing at that shit yeah. older people because they were still in nine piece bands mm-hmm. horns you mm-hmm. know what yeah. I'm saying and like mad at African Bambada yeah. so when this trap stuff is out right now yeah. I can't really shit on it too much because even though I do hear the repetitive shit going on I have right. to control myself like okay no, not. it's funny let how many people hey, I
0: had a, t- a conversation with Daedalus the other day where we were both just like mm-hmm. when will trap die <laughs> I mean I don't even I don't even mind, like, the I like the trap.
1: I don't even know if,
0: like, you're talking about a trap. White trap, I, I, like, must die. Like, white (laughs) trap, (laughs) stop with your white trap or do something new to it. Like, your mayonnaise colored trap. I don't need to hear your taupe trap. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need it. Uh, uh, I mean, it's the same fucking formula. It's like I get it. Like, it's a
3: trap. A trap. But then a, there's
0: like a metro. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm saying there's like a like, metro boomin' or something, or like London on the track, where you're like, oh, clearly you're doing really innovative things within a but, medium. That but are-
1: those, those dudes are producers, and there's right. even yeah. white producers totally that 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 really use good. that. Like even like because like Jimba Jimba's a dude yeah. that that I know, and like they get it. They get that that's just a tool totally. for you know for the now. Gucci. You know what I'm saying but like at the end of the day like once once that once those producers get bored of this shit yeah. the mu- the motherfuckers that are pushing the needle then that's when it's going to die there's still going to be people kind of doing it thinking that it's cool yeah. but it's not going to like it, like it, he, once London is done, then and he does what you're what you're planning on doing with your like, career, you, you see what I'm talking about. Then
0: now. the motherfuckers are going gonna just. What I, I feel they're gonna follow that. What know? I find is interesting though is like the way that like music is kind of shaped. Like like something like like guitar rock, right? Which is like clearly like going through a bad cycle. It's been going oh, through a bad so cycle sad. for a while. There's
3: great music still going.
0: When yeah, there is, but it's like, but it doesn't. And, it, and now I find it, which is, like, it's almost a situation like. And not like a funk, because but like, but like mm-hmm. the other things that it's like, you know, a good guitar record will come out and just like, it, it's, I don't know. Like, I feel like that mm-hmm. is like in a low up right now. So we were talking yeah. about like, oh, what would the hot indie rock thing would be? But I'm like, people will go see you or see like Thundercat or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, they'll, they'll have, mm-hmm. it won't necessarily be like, oh, I'm not going to see like where Wolf Parade or Arcade mm-hmm. Fire, or wherever that was in 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least I don't t- I mean, there are popular indie rock bands. There's was like the, you know, a popular.
1: Uh, Tame Impala
0: is the best of that like lot like but even then like I find them I love their first Mm. album I thought their second album was cool Mm. this album like it just like I heard they went electric synthesizer did they or not yeah it just like felt like a fucking like an MG like a Second-rate gotcha. MGMT record. Okay. And okay. I actually fucked with the second MGMT record because I love. I like anyone who takes the fucking money from a major label and it's like, oh, you yeah, thought yeah. we, you yeah, thought yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, gotcha. let me. You have another thing coming for you. I got you. Like, met ma- those guys. They cool. Yeah, they seem all right. I mean, there's somebody like we've we've talked about it so many times where it's like, like a Tori moi. like you know, and he mm. would be somebody who's like an indie rock guy, but even him, yeah, like too. very influenced by funk music. Yeah. and like obviously,
3: mm. but I like the way he's been able to uh, fuse rock mm. and not just. Go only disco or funk or yeah. that type of thing. You know, I I actually uh uh like what he's doing and uh and you'll be amazed, man. I like a lot of new artists. You know, yeah. I think that's what the misconception like? could be with me. Um, I like you know, of course, um, you know, uh, Kate Nada is cool. Yeah, know, he's dope. Um, yeah, he's got some good stuff. Um, again, I'll say it this way, and you know, we'll just keep it one hundred. Just like, you know, during my break from His Own and now. You know, it allowed a lot of artists like Kate Trinata to like come and flip it into like out of the lo fi thing mm-hmm. that me and Wolf and Stone, so and all of us loved, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. They flipped it to very well mastered mm-hmm. club banging, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But but I'm, I'm not a fool to know that these cats, and I'm saying this humbly, uh, take it for what you want, everybody listening, but I know that cats have peeped what was going on and and it kinda sucks that I don't wanna turn into me actually saying it myself, but you know, but it's because I've spoken to a lot of these cats and they have told me in so many ways. That you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, man, thanks a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that so it is kind of a trip when you see like, you know, um uh uh certain cats coming up, you know, that kinda were influenced by some of these things. And me even talking about this Jeff it's like it's just that you have to just stay cool through it all because I never forget the story, and this will this will lock it up in case people are listening, thinking like, "Well, where is he going with this?" But
0: you morning. know exactly. Thank <laughs> you, no can do. But
3: um, but but Prince backstage with Ready for the World in 1984, 85 uh, ish. The story folklore goes: Ready for the World showed up at one of Prince's shows backstage and meet him and greet him, and they had had that number one hit. Oh Oshima. Sheila, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Which is a prince? Oh, which is a prince song? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is a prince song? Thank yeah. You. And you would expect, and this is what people don't understand. And I'm glad we're talking about this because this will give you hopefully some empathy for people who do trailblaze and trendset without even knowing. And but you have to wonder. And I'm still my, the verdict is still out. I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. But the folklore is is that um, that that Prince you know distant. I mean, he didn't want to meet him. And it was because it was an outright bite, yeah. and and those eras of coming up in the game, it wasn't cool to bite. Even in the golden era of hip hop, it was not cool to bite. Well,
0: that's my that's my biggest and problem nowadays. With the
3: motherfuckers yeah. want to like you know like oh, where you at? Well, where you at? I talk about Travis
0: met? Scott. Travis Scott to me is like a per- like yeah. like from, but for- he
3: comes from the Kanye school
1: of like. Now, even though Kanye, his early shit was was, But Kanye tight, synthesized
0: it. Like, Kanye, it was Kanye.
1: There's people, like, now... I Who is really, Travis
0: Scott? He's that's like a, ulti- that's he's ultimate a robot. Pop,
1: that's ultimate pop rap. This is what I know about pop. Mm-hmm. Pop is a monster that sucks in everything around it. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, oh, trap is in. Then we get some fucking Norwegian melodies. Mm. But we need this fucking horn from fucking Turkey. Or this popping in this fucking dancing. And this we need this. And it just sucks in everything. Travis Scott is that for rap. He's just like, oh... I'm gonna be really trappy. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. fucking rap like Kendrick on this one song, mm-hmm. but then on this one I'm gonna have mm-hmm. it hella minimal. And you know what's I, crazy
0: about him is that every time I hear one of his songs, I'm all, I'll always like shazam, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is, and like I'm like, oh yeah, of course, because he has no identity. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're always yeah. shazam. But he got a good energy. What but the he fuck got a good that?
1: he got a good energy though. I can't lie that about thing that. That was evil. He evil. You see him
0: at his shows, he like he like he'll like call out people to like beat up people in the crowd what? and shit. What? Yeah. He's also like man. he's
1: also like headbanger. It's kinda of like, okay. like, oh, oh, okay. like it's like metal. It's like it's like not black. Metal. It's like
0: punk rock if you like thought like only punk rock was the sex pistols and not the clash. You. If you've never heard The Clash, it only had this one-dimensional only idea. of what. Sex and that's all, all these rappers that think they fucking know punk. You know It's like one thing. If you know the fucking, like, you know, like, I think Don't actually, I think, like, Vince Staples actually knows his shit. I mean, like, Vince Staples, I think. You but know, he grew up in Long Beach. Minutes. I feel like Long Beach dudes. Suicidal They he know loves because suicide. of the, the cat. Yeah. yeah. The, the, when the, I was in high demograph. school, Long Beach
1: like dudes from Long Beach pl- they'll be cribbing they have blonde, blonde hair with a disease. fucking lip
0: ring on a skateboard before every you remember that Cold 99. Flames Do you remember that Cold Flames oh they were they were from, uh, Who's they were from that? I think they were from uh, they were like a jerking group but they would like look like that yeah, Long- yeah. Long- yeah but I'm, mm-hmm. this is in 99 totally
1: this is like Long Beach has always been on some like mixed cultural shit because you yeah. walk yeah. Out some out the streets of Long Beach like, and, like, and
3: it's a mixture of a they're very different demographic you yeah. know it's like Cambodians and black Mexicans well that's why when you interview him he
0: always has smart things to say because he's like look I like Cameron Vince. Diaz and Snoop Dogg went to the same high school at the same time. Yeah. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like such an obvious statement. Vince is brilliant. Vince is, like, is. What, like, and his I'm like, deep, deep and like, but he's, like, he's interesting because he gets through. I think I feel like, I think anyone really smart and it like gets misunderstood. That's just how it is. Like yeah. people like, you know, they'll take, you'll say like some kind of comment, which is what well, it's frustrating to me about the media. And I've, I've like railed about this on Twitter. Cause it's like, you'll say one comment, right? You'll be like. What do you think about ninety
1: talk- seven? Oh, Paul. you're talking about the the comment that he made that made a lot of like uh like purists mad when he said I didn't grow up listening to '90s hip hop, but that's
0: anything. That's mm-hmm. Earl being like mm-hmm. ta- just, Earl was talking about Drake, right? And you're with Kodak, but this kid Kodak Black, right? He's like the next. And, oh, like, I've been uh, hearing about him. He's too. great, right? Like mm-hmm. we, like he, one of those things. Like we wrote about him two years ago. No one paid any attention. And he now did all of a soldier sudden, boy they get Yes, yeah, so now <laughs> he gets attention. When you did <laughs> right. Soldier Boy, right, you get right. attention, which is like well, the media is fucked right. up, but no one wanted to write about him two years ago. But anyway, my point being is like Earl, right. they asked him because Drake is now like using his like swag Dracula thing on Kodak Black. We're trying to. And, like, Earl, Earl has been vocal about liking Kodak, like, for a minute, like, like a year. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's just, like, you know, no shots or anything, but I just, like, he's a little bit of a vampire, and I just kind of want Kodak to, you know, and, and then all of a sudden, Twitter, or, you know, every website takes his, like, tweet, at a response to somebody, not a direct tweet, even, like, a response to some kid that's yeah. like, why? And it's all over. And then now you've got a beef, and now I guarantee you someone from OVO is going to, you know what I mean? And it's like, then if someone's going to hit, it's like... And it's well, what do you do in this situation if you're Kodak black? Do you, do you work with the vampire?
1: No. Or do you remain in obscurity? He's not obscure
0: though. He's big in the South. Like, and eventually, like. Nah,
1: but big in the South, like, there's.
0: Like, this is a very important question. <laughs> let's, let's Well, look, it. It. it didn't work out from McConan, it didn't work out for Migos. Good point. Good like point. Look, I I I, just
3: didn't... For, I I wouldn't know who but the Diego's after the was after was, the, was what the what hit after the hit is the, the, the exactly thing we're talking it about.
0: might work for a minute yeah, you might get notoriety, but like and see here's the thing about MacKonen like I just interviewed him MacKonen is very very gifted like well, was, I just want to hear what Dame has to say about right, this sorry. come on it was helping me
3: because I'm I'm the verdict actually to be honest is still out but the it is a good I'm gonna be honest with you and I'll put this out there I might I don't know if I told you this before it but I hope Peter is cool with me my man you know sharing this but. It's like um, uh, I was invited mm. to to sit with Dre in 2010. Mm. Okay,
1: MPC set
3: up, Woo. you know, private, you know, and he does that. Yeah, he, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But that. I instead flew to Manchester, England, and continued my gig because it was like, well, set up. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop my gig in Manchester to go sit with Dre. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hit you I up when you're back in town? Like if you really you know want? Yeah, it you was know, a yeah, Drop him. everything and well, do this It was to drop everything, and I'm like, nah. I love you, much respect, but. And that's some I, like control. But but that's, some, that's, that's some that's control, control shit. issue shit, bro. Right. Right. Somebody's like,
1: oh, so there's 300 people over here and there's me over here. Mm-hmm. My, my homie, who's a songwriter, producer, this motherfucker, uh, he was talking about R. Kelly. And he was mm-hmm. like, he was in the situation where R. Kelly was like, uh, like, was, like, this dude was like, hey, it was like they were working till like 6 in the morning or some shit. And the dude was like, dude, I got to go home with my wife. He's like, call your wife and until. And tell it that you're, you know, we're, we're like in here for another so many hours. I got enough money. I got enough money that I could walk on hundred dollar bills from here to New Mexico. Oh, that's what he said. That's, wow, and It's a great yeah. sentence. But exactly. but I'm like, nigga, you're not more important than
2: my wife. Like, <laughs> right. exactly. you're not
1: more important than you're not more important than eight hours of sleep to me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. You know what I'm saying? And like
3: shit, shit like that. I you that that that's. I think what you and I, I appreciate what you're saying. I think that connecting with what you're saying is that it's a choice choice. and it's like if i would have sat there in that meeting and actually didn't go to manchester maybe my career probably would have been different maybe i would have been the flavor of the month for about six months or a year or maybe
2: maybe your shit would have been jacked a lot earlier exactly (laughs) yeah which
3: i think is probably Ah!
0: which probably is what i would like i mean it's very likely but
3: some people have made that decision and 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 it's done wonders for
0: i was gonna say who's in that batch from that
1: that era because that's what from what I understand, what what happens with, with Dre is that like there's times where he's just like, I feel like making music now. Let's get ten of the hottest kids in the you know around the country, mm-hmm. just, you know, and put them in this fucking room or whatnot. So
3: who was in that batch with you at the time? Uh, I, I don't. 2010. I think there, that, well, that's what we, we've been talking about. There hasn't been too many, there was not a lot of people doing this style of music in yeah. the way that it well, is. Well, who was in that
1: bitch, batch that was getting the, the Drake
2: calls
3: or what? Oh, I, I'm I not familiar. Know. So this is the year after Teacher's This is yeah, the year after Teacher's song. Yeah, and maybe which we even were, the same I mean, Which we've we
2: been talking about yesterday where, where, you know, now looking at how much this kind of modern, this quote unquote mm-hmm. modern funk scene has really exploded, like mm-hmm. this year and in the commercial level. Back right when Twitch's own came out, in that like year or so after, we were still very much like, um, like doing gigs and competing with like the DJ Harveys and the like dark disco type parties yeah, and yeah, stuff like thing. that. Warehouse parties, yeah. Club called Rhonda and stuff like that. At least in LA and even elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas like what what you were doing was. Um, an anomaly
3: uh, in, Compared to what your contemporaries At least in the club world was I felt so. like a fucking loner out there But I'm so glad yeah. that the dream that I had As I told you back in the day With the broomstick in front of the mirror thing It's like I'm glad actually That there's more music that, that it's more music right now That's being uh, made in that vibe But it can get to a Prince Ready for the world level Backstage meeting where <laughs> it's too much, you know, <laughs> you know what what's I, saying? I it's so called, Where you
2: it's
0: call a somebody, you know it's exactly. We're talking about Tame Impala, right? Like, and I don't know if you've—you probably listened to, you know, the Dunyan, yeah. D U N G. Wait, wait, who? Dunyan, D U N G N. It's like looks like it's dungeon. No, dungeon. I, I gotta get. They're it. my. F- what, you, you'd actually really like them. They're okay, a cool. Swedish psychedelic band. Oh
3: yeah.
0: He was obsessed with Madlib, like, but he wanted to make like dusty psychedelic music, mm-hmm. right? But it's like it almost has like a like a rock like a rapper Plant Led Zeppelin like three kind of vibe to it, too, like orchestral gorgeous like jazz fusion even mm. it's amazing and right it's, wow, I'm And make it uh, but going and but Tame Impala for the first record straight jack i'm i'm talking like not the vocals wow. cuz he jacked John Lennon for the vocals mm. but like there's chords there's I like, feel like
1: it's okay to jack John Lennon
0: yeah that's like, like you, uh, uh, you can yeah, jack John Lennon. You, that didn't even bother me you I was I was got like, a
1: certain yeah I got I like,
0: a certain oh, you know like he yeah. had that going right but then he's jacking like and then i, I interviewed the Dunyan dude that was like he was like the email I was like what do you you know and he was like cool about it he was really cool about it and i was like I would be doing that Rick once. <laughs> I would be doing, like, a, mm-hmm. the shark sketch. Yeah, like, yeah, right, you know? Right, right. And, uh, I, you know, what's interesting is uh, I, 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 one of the reasons, uh, I love Ariel Pink, too. I've mm-hmm. always been a, mm-hmm. but he, it's, your friendship is, 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 I love it because it makes a lot of sense, actually. It doesn't make sense, like, when you're, from the outside, but when you know, you're like, well, he kind of did a similar thing with that kind of psychedelic nuggets, That's like, true, AM really. pop. You know, and like he respected
3: it at the same time, but put his own touch to it. You know. Yeah. Also,
0: records. He worked at a record store. You know, and he was like at one point. You
3: know, at one point, I actually went to this is my first time I mentioned this. It was on uh, Melrose, and I I, I think I vaguely remember seeing him walking around the records. It's called Second Time Around okay. or something like yeah. that. And um and I could have sworn it was him, but like back in those '90s days, you don't really know. Like, you're, you're, yeah. I, it, it was just weird, but. Yeah, he's another guy that was very influenced by the records that he collected, and um, and and it, it, Ariel Pink just called me another night, and um, I mean, excuse me, a couple of weeks ago, and had me work on an, a young girl that he's working. We went; I just drove to Studio City, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: actually a good place for Ariel because the darkness yeah, yeah, of yeah. the valley would really like. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I
3: think it was it was actually the girl's pad. But okay, she's she's coming up. She's going to be dope. I don't I, I don't even mention her yet because yeah. but. But and just to do drums, just he just pulled me in just to do drum machine, mm-hmm. no no keyboards or nothing, and that's the kind of cool relationship me and Ariel have, and I love having that kind of relationship with different artists. I wish more artists in LA knew that I was down to work with them. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying? even me and you have worked with each other. No, can't do it. But was, see, yeah. so the misconception is that. I think people think that I'm such a self contained producer that I don't fuck with other people, but I really do. It's just gotta be organic. A, you, know a, you're, you're first, mm-hmm.
1: you know what I'm saying? You're a musician first. You know what I'm saying? And like, you played in bands and you recorded for people. Like, so like, I think people may think because that you your own shit is popping off mm-hmm. that you you may be a little little hard to reach. Because I was in a, actually in a studio session with somebody, and it was Battle Cat. Mm-hmm. The homie, the homie, the homie, some chicks or whatnot. And I was like, like, and they're doing some like like funk shit. This is early this year. I was like, bro, you should get dame. Like, dame will murder this. like what you guys are working at. I think they were working on Ty Dolla Science Project. Gotcha. gotcha. I was like, like, fuck like just get dame. Stop. Mm.
3: Stop fucking playing. Like he <laughs> lives right there. Yo, you know? Nobody wants Mr. Pip. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, it it's it, so it's so interesting she brought that up, man, because you know, i've been thinking about this and it's like it's nobody wants to admit it man but it's la is i've spoken about this briefly i'm gonna go into a little bit more in depth and then let you guys take it over but uh it's you know can't do in jeff you you know and peter's growing up in different places but la is a territorial city man Mm -hmm. it's the way we grew up either gangs, the schools, gangs. Yeah. you know, whatever. It's in our mentality. You don't even have to be... I'm talking about all of us in LA. Yeah. It's just very territorial. So if you didn't come up through a certain circle, they like looking at you like, fuck it, this That's dude why it's off. interesting yeah, to be a yeah, journalist. Yeah. You, licks because you are and Cruise. He, so or... I'm the anomaly from Pasadena. Yeah. And you. if you mention something like that to cats, even though they know that we all are cool, it's like, mm, no, he didn't come through my, my thing. You yeah. know, So I don't... Where, who is he? Like, yeah, it's right. like, and I just don't want to... I I I'm, I'm not gonna go deep off into it but it's just I think that it's politics sometimes
1: man. I I deal with that shit personally as as an artist bouncing around rooms room there's pe- those same people like the, the same people in that room like fool. like I'm here writing for motherfuckers that are doing all kind of crazy shit I'm like because you didn't
3: fuck with who banging at one point they yeah. looking at you like <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> what, what, <continue> I, <laughs> I, I'm, but I'm like bro I'm like like you need something like I'm here like I'm, I I want to write on this project yeah. you know what I'm saying and not not to like toot my own horn or pat my ho- my pat myself on the back too much, but I'm good at choruses and bridges and concepts and all that shit. Exactly. So like, yeah, so bring me into that motherfucker. But like, I'm not the first person you call because you think that it's the same shit. You think that misconceptions so that you know I couldn't add to. it. I'm like, and they work on gangster shit too. Look, so where you like, live,
3: you grew you in this
1: epicenter.
3: Yeah, 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 they don't even know. You know what I'm saying? They Man. thinking they like they looking at you or me yeah. or you know like. You, bro, I've I, like we can grew fuck. up in Dina, like yeah. knowing about this shit. You know, and, like you want to act like I'm like the motherfucker that don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. I know more than what the fuck this shit is in your asses. Exactly.
1: You because know, I'm not gonna go and, That's <laughs> that's, that, that's authenticity. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like, and I feel like a lot of you know, and this is on, on that level, like of, like pop shit of people mm-hmm. that are not doing what you're doing, not mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. or We're just making records for people. Mm-hmm. These these people are making records because they're trying to. They're they trying to get like some label checking. They're trying to get some, you know, get a They're trying to blow up every, mm-hmm. every, whatever. I call it the babe roof thing. Every, everything's got to be a home run. Right. You know? They forget about just kind of like just having an authentic motherfucker in the room. Mm-hmm. Like somebody that's really about the funk or about, like, if you, if you have, if you're doing mm-hmm. some rap shit, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you should really have, you should put yourself around people right. that are like hyper proficient at that. You know, right. if you're doing some funk shit, put yourself like, Get at least call the motherfucker tweet re- reach out to the motherfucker well that's what
3: the thing was the people were like <laughs> yeah. tripping up and I'm not gonna get deep again but it's like I'm not saying it I didn't have to say it but some people are like Kendrick's album what you didn't fucking call Dame? Yeah. you know yeah. and it's like I, I'm like oh, I, I kind of fucked with it for a minute and I, yeah. I kind of like I'm not like gonna go to you know, the Twitter shit it was like don't know why you know, yeah, I, I don't know why they no one called me. On yeah, yeah I don't, don't know why nobody from that crew called me for that album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not that they had to, but I think that again, with seven days of funk, when that album came out, I think a lot of cats probably in this circle, in the certain circles. But and no, 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 not that not that. I think that it was kind of like a uh, and I want to be very careful about this because I do not want to have to slap motherfuckers if they think some <laughs> shit is going on with these comments. And it's just telling the truth because I will. But the thing is, is that that's what people don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, is that when that record came out, I, I, I was the sole producer of the record. Yeah. So a lot of people count on Snoop in these circles. You feel what I'm saying, and and so when I somehow came out of somehow came out of nowhere, You're like yeah, it was like who is this motherfucker?
0: Is, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Is, so
3: therefore, when that album this is done, like, you got to get
1: the immigrants out of the country. They're taking our jobs exactly. There you go exactly.
3: <laughs> and Snoop was like humbly clowning, like if y'all ain't doing this funk shit right now. This motherfucker Dame is yeah. So when that shit Came out Let me pull up My funk socks again <laughs> let, let me let me, let me me get back On the funk So then, then The Kentrick album came mm-hmm. And Fantastic album mm-hmm. Much love to Every single artist And producer On that project mm-hmm. But it's no goddamn reason mm-hmm. Why nobody picked up The phone And called Dame funk I hate to Speak in a third mm-hmm. Character you know what I'm saying? I'm Whatever. not one of those type of cats, but, and I really personally don't give a fuck, yeah. but I'm saying that because I'm my own person yeah, and yeah. Peter, my man can attest to that, but it's just that it's really no, re- if you're going to do it and if you're going to do this funk shit, like you said, get somebody that knows about hip hop, get, authentic- authentic. get somebody that knows about funk from an authentic level mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly how... I mean, that's how
2: Snoop reached out. I and mean, it was a very Snoop. unassuming way. I mean, I, 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 I will you know. play devil's advocate in this okay. situation no and,
0: you know, just for the sake of discussion and be like, they, you know, on some level, like, you can understand where they're probably like, we got George Clinton, so, like, there's our token. Okay, good one. You know what right, I mean? Like, So, like, that's probably why. And, like, granted, like... That that was I would say one of the reasons why like uh but the musical bed I'm speaking about I'm one of the reasons why I wasn't words. as crazy about this one as I was the previous one. There were a lot of reasons. I I prefer Good Kid, Med City a lot, but I like Good Kid, Med City because it was more surprising. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be like, oh, you got M.C. Eight for that great album. Right. Didn't expect that. Right. You know what I mean? Like in this one, you're like, oh well, you got George Clinton, and like that's cool. But like also like yeah, Outcast, Outcast did. did it a yeah, long yeah, ass exactly. time ago, and Big Boy did it on on uh, and the, and
1: that be, other song a few years ago, and, and it'd be super real. It just shows how like. Like just imagine if the fucking the dream team, you know, or, or was 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 it the '92 dream team was amazing? The fucking '96 dream team was like, oh, this again? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Right, it's right, like right. it's like like get the motherfuckers in here that are actually doing the shit right now, you know? Yeah. And like it would sh- it would have shown more solidarity between That's,
2: LA artists. I think you just hit I mean, it. I mean I do you like hit the, the, the ballpark right now. But, you know. Yeah, it was dope.
3: Yeah. Both of you gentlemen have just hit it on ballpark out the ballpark with this. Solidarity issue, and also the fact that George Clinton was a dope choice. Yet still, I chose Junie Morrison on mine because it was the unexpected. Mm Totally. True. When a lot of people probably don't even know they, Judy Morrison, you know what I mean? Like in you your life, but I think the Funky Worm. You know, oh, you're like yeah, that is. He started the motherfucking G Funk genre. Yeah. yeah. With Funky Worm synth line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Fun. No, it's a corny title, everybody. No, that's the no, that's like that's iconic. I mean, that's it's the grandma voice, all this shit, the whole fucking groove. Mm-hmm. That fucking synth line is an MC Breeze. Ain't no future in your front and you're mm-hmm. everything. Junie Morrison is the dude if motherfuckers don't realize that the way I picked Junie to be on the album that did But you gotta that. be a real one to know that. Yeah, I they're know, making the, pop records, bro. I got you. Right. I got you. They're making that's pop records. But, but
0: actually they're not because they none of those singles actually took off because right. One song. It's, it's, still, it's still, still a pop It's <laughs> like, I, mean, <laughs> I know what you trying to say, Making George
1: Clinton is, is a pop. It's more of a pop.
3: This is like, I'm gonna do. You're right, Pop is pop in the way. You can't go too obscure. You're right, if it's pop. You are right. And, and that's my face cuz I
0: like I like I fuck with like Thundercat. You have to get George Clinton, you know, super heavy Kamasi was cool, you know. Kamasi's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean like it, it's inter- I mean it's interesting though because it's like then you got guy like, like, Terrace Martin who was on that record and then Terrace produced My G Twist My yeah. Fingers. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a funk song. You know, that was like uh that no one had done anything like that in a long time mm-hmm. which, you know, in terms of the G funk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed that song, but
3: um I mean I I, I think it's a great topic that we've it, hit on, you know, it's it, like here's um, the thing. Yeah. With
1: I wanna ask you, would you would would you like to be pulled in, into sessions like that? Like is that is that something that you, like working with like dudes like YG or or Kendrick, is that something that like is that something that you would desire or is that something that just for the record, just for just just if any of those
3: motherfuckers are listening. Good point, good point. You know? I mean, you know, I would love I would be very um open to it mm. because I think that the musical bed, that's what I was trying to speak about. I was speaking more about if that Kendrick record had a different musical excuse me, a more a uh, inclusive musical bed, not guest you or singing or anything. Nah, I'm talking about musical bed. I think if it YG and some of these cats and that level like you're talking about had a different a musical bed underneath it would it would be more uh 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 the the hues of the uh what you're listening to would be be more uh, a full. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because certain chords, you know, certain like Cats haven't experimented with yet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and and that's all I'm saying. Right now, we're at a level, and some things have to happen in levels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Right well, now, it's not it's ready right, for like uh, to uh, do certain weird, yeah. lush, dark chords yet. It's just but not it might there be ready.
1: Yet, like, like I, don't well. like. I heard. I heard. Twist my fingers when I was in Fairfield going to visit mm-hmm. my grand grandfather. I was on. Mm-hmm. I was on the, the 12. and. You know, I grew up, my mom was playing funk. Mm. I listen to your music. I'm very familiar with this shit. Yeah. It sounded like an outsider doing this. It's no, like, you know what, you what I'm saying? You. It's like when they make like, when like, I don't like the movie Menace of Society. Yeah, you know no, why? Well, tell me why. Because it was written by people that were from Cincinnati. Gotcha. I mean, but Terrace, yeah, you, yeah, you understand? Terrence is not an outsider. So, he's, he's, an out, yeah, he's But I'm no, I'm talking about, he, he's sound, not a funk musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'll do He's doing like soul. He's does this. He's does that. He's like, oh, I, I'm, I could do a funk record because he's a musician, and, he's right. and he could just do it. But so, like, if you were to have something to do with it, I feel, or an artist like you, not just you, yeah, but of of somebody course. who does funk, it. I mean, the record would probably be more than just something you play once. I can only play that shit once. And I love like, that song. It's just That's like, like this is my it. funk song. Like it. That shit doesn't hit I love me. That, song. that shit doesn't hit me like fucking. <laughs> uh, like it doesn't that hit shit. me like fucking regulators.
0: Or whatever, G right. funding. It, it actually hits me like I—I I would. It hits me like it hits me like a gin and juice. It hits me like a nothing but think Is it that's impossible? That? It hit, I swear that's to that's that impossible. Well, that's that's like good that. though. I mean, the yeah. thing is, I—I I can't explain why. No, I, I mean, like I, I can. Because but, you know why?
3: You I think I think I can mediate on this one because Terrence is a true musician. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So he was able to hit certain points that affected you, and then affected you as well. Just to at least listen to. I hear us. that vocoder. It sounds you know, like but, the, but, floor, but the piano It's is, cool. It's uh, just. It, it, I think what it is is that I see your point. No can do, and both of your points. Remake, it's though. just that you know, if, if to answer your question, to piggyback and rewind a little bit, is that I am open, but yet and still, I'm not going to ever force any kind of collaboration. Yeah you know and that's the difference with me I'm not the one that's going to be hanging out you know uh, uh, banging on your door at the studio to try to get you're out. not thirsty you know well, what that, i no, you know, like that's probably that, why you, you know what made what it saying? later right. it's the guy it's the people that yell,
0: yell in the loudest it's like a Travis Scott like that fool would just mm-hmm. like basically plagiarize steal show up places mm-hmm. Kid Cudi like one of those guys, that's what who makes a lot of time to 22 unless you're like some alien like young thug that's just like right. just like snatching boards from the clouds You know, this year
2: too I mean it should be said that like you did Go in the studio, collaborate with Schoolboy Q. Oh, he true. hits yeah. you up. Yeah. Tyler, the creator, he hits you up. So if those are mind. like also like very real dudes,
1: they'll not up. industry Schoolboy dudes. Schoolboy Q,
0: I would say, like, well, yeah, they are very real. But but you would say Schoolboy Q is an unlikely person to hit you up. Like you know, you wouldn't expect that. Dude. I didn't. He's a I did
1: Crip from down the
3: street. Yeah, <laughs> like he knows the funk. Yeah, but, but, and he hits you directly. It wasn't he through any kind of managers. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't that's set up. no, we spent a few hours in there. We now the thing is. And I'm sure no one can do, you can attest to this. Some of these ideas that when you go in studios, you don't know what's going to make it in that. It's an evolving door of creativity. You know, Mm -hmm. they have a studio set up, come experiment with cast, and then whatever makes the record cool. I've, I've always you said know. No Such Thing got jacked on Good Kid, Mad City. Like I
0: hear, there's like this other like ingredient. There's like this one thing you can't put your finger on. What does this kind of sound like that? Never. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're a
3: little roots. You're a little outcast. Mm-hmm. You. But I, I, I heard a little like No Such no Thing. No Such Thing has some great stuff, man. I mean, he, he I, I saw him backstage at uh, one of my European shows and a uh, great cat and he is uh, very influential in the things he's doing. I, I like the, the last couple of projects he did too. Yeah. They were dope. Um, he does his own thing. Yeah, he's you know a real dude, saying? and like not do, trying to copy anybody. You his an artist. He's, is, he, yeah.
1: he, he locks himself in the room and he makes shit. Yeah, and he doesn't come out until he has
0: something that he's happy with. Mm-hmm. You know? It's cool when you interview. So you can tell. Like you can. It's interesting when you kind of tell. Like with uh, doing all these interviews, I always say, you know, LA is so territory. That's like the best part about my job is you can kind of like cross over territories
3: because everyone like has to kind of be nice to you. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like I don't want any you to But you help about us, me. Jeff.
3: You help us because <laughs> with your coverage, not to. Take it to smooth. Yes, but you. Bring a lot of us together, you know. what I'm saying because you write about different. You have balls enough to like actually talk about different styles of music, not just be one guy championing one thing. No, that was like my nightmare you know? to be like the. Like, if someone was like, "Oh, you're the hip hop guy," was yeah, like, "Go fuck yourself." It's like, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. music. It's all music, and it's like you just I don't even Led Zeppelin's but, three. I but mean, it's like, on. but it's
0: interesting how I think like everyone in general, pigeonholes you were talking about like you know you're like you're the funk guy, but it's yeah. like no, you have all these different types all of music. Right, I mean, your metal year. mix is great, you know what I'm saying? You put me on the Jeff the Brotherhood, you know? But like, but then it's like, but I guess the point it's, like, ago, man. it's yeah. cool now that i think we're at a place and like well, this is one of the f- good things about the internet actually is that like you know you can like you know now like the washington post is like letting me write about quentin tarantino or something you know what i mean and it's like that oh, that's, that's cool. i'm interview you tomorrow but it'll Sweet. come out after this but yeah, yeah. so nice yeah but you should like that where you can kind of like uh you should i think it's the worst thing that journalists do is uh you expect an artist to be in that one lane and you expect them to only be capable of that and no good artist is only like that like
3: but well, I want to let all Shots Fired uh, audience know that, you know, um, I think that I'm ready to um, branch out into other things now. And, um, and you're the first to hear it. So, um, you know, but I, it's, funk has been fun. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 fuck you, funk, I'm from I, uh, yeah. I'm just kidding, y'all. No, no, no. I, I just want to really take a moment to, you know, really, for real, you know, for everybody that had the, 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 the smarts, to listen to this particular podcast. It's a very quality podcast with some great gentlemen that I've always been loving all these years. And it's like... Um, We're paying him to say this. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, for real. I'm telling the truth. And it's like, you know, I always love visiting. And I just want to say that, um, you know, um, the music coming soon, that, that for those who are listening to, you know, what, I'm, what I've what i been doing, um, it's just going to be uh, a lot of different things. And, and I just hope that you guys are, you know, going to continue rolling with me. And, you know, and and, I, and I'm into everybody's music and I'm just really like cool to everybody and just wanna keep everything positive and again I think one thing we touched on with before we actually started recording is the homies are just kicking it. It's like if you're going through something, you know, just um uh know that you know things will get better because you know I went through some things and you know and uh and eventually things got better. I just kept chiseling through the tunnel and I finally saw sunlight. So, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast know that, you know, we're all human uh, speaking on this microphone right now and you know just keeps creating and, and keep doing what you do and try to stay out of trouble as much as you can and you know just focus on your craft and whatever you do whether it's writing or painting or or doing music whatever makes you feel passionate in, in, in your heart pumping still, you know, um, uh, that's what you should focus on. And, and I'm sorry I went sentimental, but, you know, but I'm just telling the truth, you know, um, if you don't give up and not allow yourself to be in a straitjacket, which a lot of us are very close to being at, at times, you know, uh, just come out of it and stay focused and you can actually, you know, continue onward. So um, that's, that's my last words, you know. All right. Cool. Then Thank those are the through. last words of the yeah, podcast. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit. <laughs>